0: I could do for you, so I mean, you can make requests. You can come to the tell and say, "Hey, I like to make a withdrawal," but bro, we ain't got shit for you. I I hear you. I like that analogy. I'm gonna try this one though.
1: I like, I I call it like emotional credit, cause you know, like we we say the shit like charge it to the game, right? Like yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people bank on the fact that they got good credit with you emotionally. Like they bank on the fact that you. That you know you fuck with them enough that they could get away with certain things, or they could ask for certain favors. Man, it's times where niggas are just like, nigga, your credit score is bad with me. Like I, I don't care how you feel, I don't care what you doing. Like your credit score is just you, your, you, you, nigga, you sub three hundred. Like I don't even know if they got that as a credit score, but like some niggas just come around. And it's like, here you go, you want another favor, right? Like before you even come up, check on me. Build some credit, boost, boost, take some stuff off your report. Nah, you going to come at me for some more <laughs> shit. Dog, I'm telling you, man, it's
0: nah, It's a lot of I niggas like out that. here like that. Because it's like people you got a relationship with, you got an emotional bank account with them. But niggas, you know, you got a line of credit. Some of them niggas are on what you call those secure credit cards. Okay. They can only get what they put in. So you only good for the favors you gave me. Nigga, say that. Don't ask for nothing more. <laughs> hey. Nigga, you lent me a basketball. That's all you getting out of me is a, a basketball. The
1: same one. The same one. I'm not going <laughs> to get a premium. One. I, hey, you gave me one of them basketball with a leather been tore off and it's, it's it's like dark. It's not even, it's not even orange no more. That shit pale as fuck and a little tethered. Nah, I'm gonna give you, I'm giving you back one of those. I'm gonna go buy a brand new basketball, run that bitch down, and then give you one of those.
0: Or them Spalding balls that's all orange that you can only play outdoors with. Them shits be super bouncy because you put too much air in the motherfucker. Exactly. That's what they gave you, nigga. Exactly. That's what you get in return.
1: Because I'm not, I'm not doing like, and I hate a tit for tat. Like I don't. That's not how I work. But after a while, I I consider all of my relationships, whether it's a, a physical, whether it, whether it's friendships, whether it's r- like romantic relationships, family relationships. I want somebody who's going to pour into me the way I'm going to pour into them, right? I yeah. can't pour into you if my cup is now empty because I I have, like, I can't I can't pour back because you've already drained everything out of me. Like, I have nothing left that's in why my cup. you can only
0: give the credit that you, like, the same way a secure credit card work. You got to get that bank $300 so they could give you $300 line of credit.
1: It, we just exchanging the same wine back and forth. Like, yeah. that's it.
0: <laughs> that's all you're doing. Until I can trust that you're going you gonna to pour back in, then you get your $300 back, now you got a real line of credit. We good now. But until then, bruh, just take that same wine you was giving me for a little while till we get comfortable. Then we can extend that credit and possibly open up a real account. But until then, fam, fuck off.
1: And hey, don't ask for shit. <laughs> don't ask for shit. Rebuild your credit. Hey, take call Call one of them girls on Facebook who's trying to, rebuild your, who's trying to help you rebuild your credit. That that person who nigga go to a therapist so they can teach you what building credit is so you can rehab your credit and come back correctly.
0: Yeah, Man. that's the only way. Ain't no other way. Now nah, you don't you don't exhausted all other options. Yeah. That's all you got.
1: now. I'm all out. I'm all out. I have nothing for you. You come you come. I'm gonna start treating you like like when you come to the to the car dealership. As soon as you come in, hey hey, we don't got it for you. I don't got it for you. I have nothing for you. Before you walk up here. We do not got it for you. If you want this, you got to pay a premium. All right? You want this new, you want this new Toyota Corolla? You got to pay $900 a month. Like Jesus that's how that's Christ. how we got to come with it. Like if I'm going to now if I'm going to do the extra for you, I'm a I'm going to have to charge it extra. Like I got to give you a little extra on top. You got to pay a premium. I'm sorry.
0: Speaking of that $900, did you see the girl who they clowned on Twitter because she tried to she tried to claim that she wasn't broke? So she showed a pass-through car note of eight hundred dollars, trying to brag how much she pay on her car a month. She drive a Toyota Corolla. Dude, I drive a Durango. I don't pay no eight hundred dollars a month. Nigga,
1: I drive how a bad Lexus. Your I don't pay eight hundred dollars a month. <laughs> okay, Nigga, how <laughs> bad? Ain't, your we ain't even talking about her insurance.
0: We not even talking about her insurance. Yeah, yeah, not even talking about insurance. Nah, baby. Somebody said, "Damn, what you put down as a down payment? A dollar?" <laughs> Shit! Did you contribute anything? If if I'm paying eight hundred dollars a month, I gotta be driving something like a Tahoe.
1: Fuck a Tahoe! I better be driving a Benz. Fuck the eight hundred dollars a month.
0: See, see, I would have said something like that, but I gotta be realistic. I'm gonna put a ladder in the car. They're gonna be babies in the car. They're gonna fuck up my shit. (laughs) This nigga said (laughs) a ladder.
1: (laughs) How tall is your car? (laughs) Where are you going?
0: It's a foldable ladder, so it works. I just laid out in the back seat, so I'm good.
1: <laughs> oh, for work, I'm saying like, nigga, where is he? Go? Like, are they climbing? The baby's got to climb in the car. Y'all don't put no, the babies no, no, in no, by no. themselves. Yeah, I take y'all a really teaching independence. Use... Real extra, <laughs> like it's early.
0: <laughs> no man, I use a ladder for work. Man, fuck that. But let's bring it in, boss.
1: Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, and all those in between and outside of those constructs, welcome to another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, aka Young Saint, aka Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best ho my next the type of nigga you thought you could step over, your girl tastes better in the morning like a slice of pizza, I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. Told your girl to take off that dress, she looked back and said, boy, you a mess. Might just send her a flight. Nigga, I might just send it tonight. Out here trying to be somebody's son to somebody's daughter. Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. Ready to turn sundress season into undress season. That man beyond. Charles Flex Xavier. Captain African America. Draft day coming. Young Kobe in his prime. I'd rather you waste my money than to ever waste my time. And remember, it costs zero dollars to cut you off. And I love free shit. Because, baby... Yeah, I, I thought you might like that one. I thought you might like that one. Because as I said, the lady CDC recommendation is a dose of me because, baby, we've been inside for far too long for me to be outside of you. And the man to the right can only be.
0: He who remains. 45 in singles, I make it precipitate with loose change. When a zero chance to rain. Kang Wang with this. Slicker than Rick the ruler. I conquer all worlds. Oh, and then some. Low key, ain't nobody fresher than me. I can only be who I say I be. Who else but me? The F and F and D. It's Frank. Let's chop it up. Let's chop it up, my
1: guy. Man, it has been a rough week for your boy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Like this, is probably it's the been a first long week, man. Bruh, I know it's been a short week because of Labor Day, but let me tell you, when you have three day weekends, you're right. Labor Day did just happen, bro. So when you work like a, a consistent job and you want an extra day off in the middle of the week, you work really hard the week before trying to make sure you keep up because you're about to miss a day. And then because you missed a day, the next week is rushed. (laughs) Like everything, everybody playing catch up. No matter what you do, you always, that day, just because you're out and you're relaxing, and and granted, I think that's important, but that day does cost you something. It does. You'll always be chasing it. And a nigga was under the weather all week. Like this is probably as clear as I've spoken. All week. Anyone who's talked to me has heard nothing but a congested ass, nasal ass nigga for the last three days.
0: Well, glad to have you back, sir.
1: No, I appreciate you. Appreciate you. It won COVID. One COVID. All right. I I went it. Nigga, soon as, you know, now you, you can't even like sneeze wrong because all of a sudden, like, I got up that morning, like, you know what? Let me go get me a little rapid. Nigga ran, got a rapid, got a PCR. Nigga had my results by, by the end of the day, but. Nah, man, nigga was, nigga was down bad for a couple days. Not going to lie to you.
0: That seems like the new norm now. Like, if you cough or anything like that, where it shows a sign of you not being well, you have to announce, nah, it ain't COVID, I'm good. Like, the other day, some dude started coughing around me. <clears throat> and I'm not going to lie, I kind of shot him a stare. And he's like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's because you can't help it. You're like, you a nigga start coughing, you, you literally, you look at them like, <laughs> like, what? Excuse me?
0: Yeah, but see, the thing is, what, what I am appreciative of, he didn't take his mask down, so he coughed in his mask. But then he looked up at me and was like, oh, it ain't COVID, you know, I'm a smoker. I kind of wanted to tell him, yeah, I know the sound of cancer when I hear it. But I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I just let it rock.
1: <laughs> bro, it's funny. <laughs> I know the sound of cancer, God damn. Hey.
0: Oh, no, it was a bad smoker's cough. Like, nigga.
1: Hey,
0: <laughs> you might you... want to get that checked.
1: Bro. Hey, hey, take a look at that. Like we be when somebody cough, we stare at them as if we gonna see COVID on them. Like we be looking like they call you be like uh, you be like hello, excuse me. <laughs> like I wanna like you looking for like he cough one more time. Like is he coughing from his throat? Where's that coming from? That, is it a chest coat? <laughs> like I, I can't tell. Like I need an answer. Like I need to find a pinpoint. Okay, that's COVID. That's look. You see how he cough? he can't control itself? That's COVID. Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, sound like he shortness of breath, Mm-mm. all that shit. Now, if it sound like he got a lot of mucus behind it, be like, oh no, nah, he a smoker. It's just some lungs tired <laughs> and exhausted. <Yeah. laughs> but shout out to my man. I hope he okay though.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you already gave him cancer. <laughs> I did,
0: <laughs> like, did not. Nigga <laughs>
1: said, I heard the cancer on you. Wow. Okay. I'm
0: horrible. You? I mean, you are. You are. You, At least I know, man. I, uh, what, is, what's the, what, the, what the fuck that's... The first step is, is acknowledgement or some shit like that, in the 12 steps of recovery. I mean, you gotta acknowledge first. Like, you have to right. acknowledge that you have a problem. Is it 12 steps to recovery? What are the 12 steps? Should look that up. I mean, I'm not a
1: recovering addict, so I'm not trying to figure that out no time soon.
0: I mean... I mean, we all might be an addict to a degree of something,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, football was back and I was definitely like, man, I don't really care about football. I don't really care. Nigga, the game started. I was standing in front of the TV about 10 minutes. The whole first quarter, nigga was standing in front of the TV.
0: I know why this week was long. <laughs> Fucking, I was... <laughs> so let me tell you, bro. So all summer long, after they done announced, you know, opening college week games and blah, 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 blah. I'm excited. Because my team is going to be in one of the biggest games in the opener. The U is playing 3.30 on Saturday. But of all people, Alabama playing Alabama. And it's like, yay, we got a primetime slot in terms of college football. But at the same time, it's like, oh, we got to go up against the best school in the country. It's a school that has literally been at the minimum top four for the past, what, five years? Yep. No, when I say we got our teeth kicked in... Oh, you ain't got to tell me. I watched the game. Man, that, that boy set records. Man, It hurts when people set records against you.
1: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
0: And there I watched got- the whole thing. Well, oh, see,
1: I'm I'm not a glutton for punishment. If I'm in the stadium, I'm going to watch the whole thing.
0: <laughs> if I'm in the stadium, I'm going to
1: watch the whole thing. Garin' damn teeth. Except Nigga-
0: so, Bo. You leave in the third quarter, because niggas get shooting in the fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Nigga, don't. All right. So, for those of y'all who don't know, I mean, me and Frank went to Miami Jackson Senior High, our rival, and 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 we. I'm gonna start honestly as a as a as a general for life. I'm gonna start using rival very loosely because them niggas beat our ass more times than not.
0: Yeah, for it to be a rivalry, <laughs> you got to win sometimes.
1: Like them niggas win, beat our win. ass.
0: We won one time. When Albert was quarterback, and I mean, that nigga was an athlete, so he just ran circles around him, and we ended up getting away with the victory. But other than that, they beat our ass every single time. So I don't know why it's
1: a I don't know why it's called a rivalry. It's more of a
0: gang thing. They're just niggas from another neighborhood than us, so we don't like them cuz of the, you know, gang gang. But
1: which is which is silly. That,
0: it ain't no athletic rivalry, I tell you that much. Which is silly them because we us.
1: we all went to the same middle school. Like <laughs> like at some point everybody who's on the opposite side, who is like, "Nah, man, fuck them niggas."
0: It's only fuck them niggas that night cuz you see them niggas in the in the street, you know that that's your homeboy. Like you run into them at the barbershop, you run into them at Burger King. You've seen them all over the place. Literally. We a couple of streets away from each other. Yeah.
1: Adam them stay up the block. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nothing. It ain't nothing but but, but two steps over to say something. But it is what it is. But we said all that to say, at the end of those games, more times than not, because our school was getting their ass beat, at some point you knew somebody was going to air that shit
0: out. (laughs) Like, that shit was going to happen. You was going to hear, buck a buck time to go. And I don't know why they do that. It's not like you shooting going to change the outcome of the game. Whatever team you bet it on, probably Jackson, is going to lose. You shooting ain't going to stop the game and make the players go home and they going to rule it a draw. It don't work like that. It don't. It don't. U-M went ahead and got their teeth kicked in by Alabama, which was embarrassing, but at the same time, I mean, Alabama has been a powerhouse for the past 7 years and that's not an exaggeration. But um, other than that, there's been some other news and sports that's been in the headlines and some old topics that always seem to resurface every so often. And uh, I don't know if you caught it, but there was an interview of Rashid Wallace that made his rounds on the Internet. And again, it's the same topic, but just another, a different face saying it. And it's always the topic of, you know, which player can thrive in which generation? And what you typically, you, what you always that? get. Say what's up. What you mean by that?
1: Which player so typically, you
0: get an older player, and they'll say, let's say a player who who peaked in the nineties, and they'll take a player in today's game who's at their peak, let's say like Giannis, and they'll say, well, you know, in my era, Giannis wouldn't have been able to do what he's doing now, or the or a player from the eighties who played alongside you know Larry Bird and Michael Jordan and so forth, and they'll say things like. You know, LeBron couldn't do what he does now in the 80s. And my thing with that is, you know, how could you say that? With everything in life, and I mean absolutely everything, everything evolves and gets better. What you were doing in the 80s, the things that worked, the things that made you successful, the guys today took that and built on top of it. The things you guys did that were horrible and bad habits, that was worked out of games defensive schemes that no longer work was worked out of games they don't do those things no more so to see a player thriving in today's game and to think that hey they wouldn't make it in my day is kind of arrogant and self in a self-centered opinion in my from oh, my perspective in
1: your opinion okay
0: in yeah. my opinion um so the topic in this particular case with Rashid Wallace he says, LeBron would have did okay in his era, but LeBron wouldn't be as successful. And I find out of all the times I've heard that opinion, I found that one the most comical. Because if I if I remember correctly, when Rasheed was at the top of his game, when they was playing for Detroit Pistons and Detroit went on to the Eastern Conference Finals like four times in a row, when y'all got knocked out, it was by LeBron. So... To say he wouldn't do well in your era is kind of funny because when you were doing well in your era, he beat you. So where do you come with this opinion that he wouldn't do well?
1: I disagree with you in a way. Um, The game isn't played the same. The game is played different. The rules are different. The the methodology of scoring is different than when it was back in the 80s. Like, Back in the day, it was all about inside out, right? Like, the scoring happened on the inside. Shooting from the outside was like last, was like late last resort type shit. The scoring right. now is more driven from shooting from the outside than on the inside. So, it's just a different game. Now, the lanky Kevin Durant couldn't... I don't see him banging down, down, in, down in there with like a shack. Because... Say what you want. Kevin Durant would not be playing the three in that era. That's his height. They're gonna put him down there. You know what I'm saying? It just is what it right. is. Like in that era, like I get it. Things evolve. Things change. Things do this thing. Like I get that. I'm not. I'm not knocking that because I think everything gets bigger, better, stronger, faster. I, that's. I agree. But when 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 the game is played different, every generation had its own like archetype. Like think of like a created player. Like every generation like was dominated by a certain position. Like, there was a time where point guards were, were, were the thing. You know what I'm saying? there's a time where shooting guards, you know, the the Michael Jordan, like, that. there was an era where the shooting guards was the player to have. There's a time where the center, if you didn't have a good center, your team wasn't shit. Because you couldn't bang with Shaq. You couldn't bang with <laughs> the bigs. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you didn't have a center, you couldn't bang down low. That's it. We're just going to throw the ball on the inside. Shaq going to dunk for 40. And we're going to move on with our lives. It's just every, every era has its own architecture. Like, this era is about shooting. The the things that kids get excited, we used to get excited for dunks. Like, to see a nigga dunk in the game used to be live, hype. That was our era of watching and learning basketball. These new kids are going to see, they get hyped for Steph Curry shooting from 50. Nigga, we would've shot from 50. Man, we, man, we would've been sat on the, man, if you don't sit your dumb ass down, even no, if we made team, it.
0: You sit in a crowd.
1: Even if we made it, sure, coach would've told us turn our jersey inside out. Go sit over there.
0: Right.
1: It's just a different era. It's just a different era. So I don't, I don't, I get what he's saying in a way, but it, it is arrogant. It is, it and this whole conversation is really asinine to me sometimes because the talking heads only say this because they know this is good barbershop talk. Barbershop niggas love to defend their era. Man, I used to watch Magic and Bird. Man, I used to watch Jordan. None of y'all, LeBron ain't got nothing on him. Da-da-da-da. My nigga, like these conversations. I remember I'm annoyed, being annoyed about their this conversation, <laughs> not our conversation, but our conversation regarding them. Like I'm so sick. This is a conversation that happens every, every month, on on somewhere on Sports Center. Whenever it's a down, whenever it's a down uh, week between sports, they bring this shit up. This happens often. It is what it. Is. I, I,
0: I, just I'll annoying. just say this though, to your point, and the thing that. Some of these older players were saying they would say a player wouldn't have success or wouldn't be as successful. So let's say you took Kevin Durant and you put him in the same era as a dominant Shaq. By him being seven feet, you would think, okay, we're gonna match him up with Shaq. And yes, in the block, Shaq would eat Durant alive. However, Shaq would if if Shaq's assignment is to guard Kevin Durant, would would Shaq honestly have a have a chance at stopping him? No. So Kevin Durant will still be dominant offensively. <laughs> Kevin Durant is as good as he is because of the era
1: he grew up in and grew up watching. No,
0: you can't say that.
1: You gotta let, let me finish. You gotta let me finish. Kevin Durant is who he is because of the era that came before him. Okay? Like you said, things get bigger, better, stronger, faster. The way Kevin Durant plays the game is different, and he would not... So, say you take Kevin Durant, the same person, and he is raised during... The same time, he's the same age as Shaq. I guarantee you, their games, Kevin Durant's game, won't be what it is right now because that's not but the that's game he was developed. The
0: argument though,
1: I understand, but I'm just saying the argue, To me, the argument is stupid in the first place. I think it's stupid. It is focus on your. We spend so much time talking shit about niggas in the in the moment. We don't appreciate shit. We don't see how great like how great LeBron is. How great Kevin Durant? We're watching some of the best shooting the NBA has ever seen. Granted, granted. It's a totally different set of rules. Niggas don't hit the way they hit. Like, let me tell you, you would have got like a couple of them shots. You know how many 40-point games niggas be putting on people? That shit wasn't happening, because guess what? Steph was going to catch a bow.
0: I appreciate that they they don't foul like they used to. Because all that hard fouling means you can't play defense. That you have to resort to literally fouling the guy. Now, if you learned how to play defense, then things change. Nah, you make a nigga respect coming down that middle.
1: Don't come down this lane. Yeah, because you can, you you you're you gonna get your layup, but you're gonna catch this boat to
0: the rib. Any player that plays solid defense ain't filing you like that because they're gonna take your shit off the glass. Every, they gonna eat off of you. If if I could play good defense, I want you to bring it to me because I'm gonna eat off of you. Okay. Now, if I can't eat off of you, the only thing I'm gonna resort to do is filing you and discouraging you from coming my way. And that's what all the when they when they bring up bad boy piston and all that, say, oh, they. With their hard fouls. Yeah, because them niggas ain't play defense that well. That's how they that's why they had to beat up Jordan. Had them niggas actually learned how to guard Jordan, they wouldn't resort to beating him up. They would just eat off his plate every day. But they couldn't eat off his plate, so they had to resort to beating him up.
1: Okay. I I hear you. It was just a different era. Like I said, different eras, different situations. It is what it is. We're doing exactly what they're what they want us to do in this conversation. <laughs> we argue in the same same thing because I agree with you that it's a different area. it would just be it just it's a different game. The the rules my, are different.
0: My argument is that the people today would be as successful in any era. Because okay. again, the guys that they bring up are guys that are, I mean, once in a generational athlete. That was that would be like saying Wilt Chamberlain wouldn't be a star today. If you've seen Wilt Chamberlain play, that dude was a fucking monster. He would play well today. Same thing with Kareem Abdul Jabbar and Magic Johnson. I don't so disagree it's, with you. You say what? So I don't disagree with you. Yeah, I'm just saying. It's like when it's they name the certain guys, it irks the nerve. Now, if you were to say something like Patrick Beverly, then it's like, yeah, fuck him. But other than that, some of these guys you name, nah, they would be good no matter what generation you pluck them in. But it is what it is.
1: It is what it is. Look. But staying on the athlete train. Um you and I are both fans of podcasts. That's why we got into podcasting. It's what inspired us to do what we do. One of the podcasts we both love to to watch or listen to is the I am athlete. I am athlete now has a spinoff called I am athlete LA. And on the I am athlete LA, Nick Young is one of the main one of the main guys. Nick Young said something on this episode of I Am Athlete that that took me aback a little bit. They were talking to him about his relationship with his wife. <laughs> they were talking to him and they were like, "Hey, Nick, um, you and your girl, y'all been together, uh, y'all been together sixteen years." And he was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you know, we've been off and on sixteen years. You know, we got sixteen years in the game." That's what he kept saying, 16 years in the game." So they said, "So how she? How she?" He's like, "I don't mean to put you on the spot, but..." How she feel about Iggy? <laughs> he Who just ah man, I can't, I I forget. Okay, I forget okay, his name. It was one of the football players. He just leaned messy, back in his chair.
0: Messy, messy.
1: Hey, but it's a it's a real though, no, You can't keep claiming sixteen years in the game when we all knew you was engaged to Iggy Azalea just a couple years ago.
0: Yeah, but I mean, damn, to ask that question on air is kind of messy. But I get you. That's that'd have been a question I would have been thinking too, but you I wouldn't can't. have asked it in front of a camera.
1: But here, here, here's so. He kept saying, you know, his whole reaction was, you know, I always knew I loved her. Um, I always knew I would come back to her at the end of the day. You know, I always knew she'd be around for me. And that shit just puzzled me a little bit because I was like, so you kept her in your back pocket while you went around and did the shit that you did. Like that to me, that's that, and that's to me that type of shit is like manipulative. It's like those, that's games.
0: That's I ain't what like, it sounded like to me too. That
1: shit, rub, that shit, just, <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you know, be be who you are, dog. But that shit just rubbed me the wrong way, man. Cause I, I seen, I seen, and, and this ain't just a bashing on on, on man. I've seen girls play this same game as well, where they just yeah,
0: people do it. Not, it's not a gender specific thing.
1: Yeah, where they like, they just keep like, yeah, like, I know this one person. She, you know, she care about me. Um, We going we gonna to go be in and out. I I always know she going to always be in my back pocket. I can always pull out my... That's that's like the Trump card at the end a of the safe day. safe
0: bet, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't too worried about it. I think that's grimy as fuck. Because he was like... His whole thing was, man, I put her through so
0: much. Like, she earned it. That is such a shitty and narcissistic thing to say. <laughs> Bro, I, I, was, I was like, what? She you she earned, earned it so she her, so her prize was somebody who cheated her badly over an extended period of time that's what she earned that's the prize and i can't stand people who think like that just the arrogance of that it's like you're the absolute best this person can do so you can do whatever you want to this person and they're just going to take it because they can't do they can't possibly do any better than you Exactly. The fuck out of here.
1: Exactly, and that was the, that was the vibe it gave me, man. I was like, I was like, she earned because you put her through shit. Like, cause I, I cause I, there was another tweet on on um on Twitter this week of this guy saying, you know, I he got out of his last relationship um, with his new girl. He 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 purposely put her through a bunch of shit for an entire year. That now you know he knows she the one because she she stayed through all the shit. And I was like, wait, what? Like where, where did we when did we get to people. the point? Where do we get to the point where we were like you know when people talk about the ups and downs of relationships, like right. the ups and downs of relationships isn't actually cheating. Like you don't have to cheat so you can have a down so, I, so y'all can be like, man, we got through. We made it through.
0: I know some people who think like they're And from a degree, I can understand because, in some cases, people can only they can only comprehend what they what they actually see. So, if the relationships around them, if they're if the relationship of their parents and aunts, cousin, and uncle, if it was volatile like that, where they cheated cheated on each other, and still at the end of the day, you know, mended and came as one, that's what they think a relationship is supposed to go through. Hey, we supposed to get together, be all happy get mad at each other, possibly cheat on each other, but the cheating isn't the breakup. Like, we should be able to come back and get over that because every, quote-unquote, happy relationship I see, that's what they've gone through. But not everybody goes through that. So if, you're, if, if you have one person that comes through, that comes from that kind of uh, dysfunctional environment and they get with somebody that doesn't, it doesn't bode well at all. Just
1: because grandma stayed with grandpa and we all know, you know, we all know we got an uncle out there across the street. But you know, we play with him because he the same age as us. But <laughs> we play with him, but <laughs> but we don't really claim him like that. He don't got our last name like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that don't just because grandma stayed around don't mean you got to stay around. Right. And, and and vice versa. Vice versa. Because let me tell you, I've seen some grown women who never quite grew up still want to be out there in the street, still get, still get somehow, still get a rush off of that whole being out in the streets, doing this, doing that. Like, I, so, some of my closest friends, they, their mom was like that. And I used to be like, how are you, you still, you still happy to be going to old, grown folks night? You still happy to be going to grown folks night? <laughs> and trying to be in the, in the, in the grown folks club? Like, what, what are we doing?
0: And I also know some women who, are. Uh... Who have dudes saved in their phone as lunch or dinner or whatever, a meal, whatever you want to call this shit, and treat this nigga like ass, but this dude thinking that, you know, he's working He's build- he building something.
1: He think he's building he something. He's
0: building And you can't help but to look at the nigga sideways like, dog, you can't be this stupid. Like, I get being that stupid at a young age. You know, between the age of 17 and maybe 25. Okay, I get you young and you that stupid. Your nose wide open. You don't know the world yet. Right. But it's like, dog, you 30. You can't... You got to know the game by 30, fam. The fuck out of here. Like, dog, she ain't the one.
1: Hey, niggas get played every day, B.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Niggas get played every day. Girls be playing every day. day.
1: Like, people get played. Like... I'm one of those people like I can only trust y'all face value, right? Like we was talking earlier about emotional credit. Like I can only charge things. Like at the beginning, that's when you build in. That's when y'all both building into each other. Y'all building into that bank account, building into that credit of you know, trust and, and and the bond that you're trying to build up. If you right. if you find a way like after a certain time, like the the oh, I'm gonna take you to dinner please come take me to dinner here. Da, da, da. I've never. I, I pray I've never been the dinner guy. I I pray I've never been the dinner guy. I don't think I've ever. I don't, I, don't, I when when I was out like active active, and when I say active, I mean like dating multiple people and all that other shit. When I was a lot younger, I ain't had the money to be out here doing um, doing all that shit. To be honest, I ain't have it. So me neither. The dinner was this two for twenty. Like we're gonna bust this down. Um, is is buy one, get one on the margaritas. They two for one. Let's 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 do it. I got $45 and I still gotta put 10 in this in the tank so I get you to the crib. So let's talk about it.
0: I know I never been dinner guy. The reason <laughs> I know gonna... and listen, the reason I know I never been dinner guy, because it was it was hard for me to take you out because I was broke. Do not <laughs> <laughs> you can't be dinner guy if you can only afford dinner. Once out the month, so ain't no way in the hell. If I was dinner guy, she was starving. (laughs) Simple as that. That's how I know I was. I was never dinner guy. And then if you came, and if you came talking crazy like Ruth Chris Prime One Twelve or some bullshit that I've never heard of, oh nah, you getting that? It ain't working. Text
1: nah. You was you was the dinner guy on the third Sunday of the month, man. Because it was others. It was others. but. I just I just to okay, circle back okay, to that. then that would
0: probably make sense if you kept me in some type of rotation. Then
1: yeah, yeah. So you ain't even know, <laughs> you ain't even. I, she when I she was, wanted to, she wanted to humble herself. Chicken
0: wings and French fries. I was I was cheat day than the guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like when she wanted when she wanted to humble herself, she reached out to you.
0: There you go. <laughs> she reached out, <laughs> out to you to go remember to her roots. Soul food. You holler at me.
1: Got gotcha. you. <laughs> <laughs> she reached out to you to, to remember her roots and shit, like you know, humble beginnings. <laughs> Humble
0: beginners lunch guy.
1: <laughs> hey, She was putting something in your bank. She, hey, she was putting something in your emotional bank account. Like, you know, Frank might be something. He seem to have dreams. Let me just drop something in there. You know, I'll circle back.
0: Well, he got ambition. I like him. Yeah, yeah.
1: I like he just be talk, he just be talking with all his dreams, you know, and I just be listening. <laughs> I hope, I hope, I hope he finds somebody while she fucked the next nigga. Right. Nah, but going back to the Nick Young comment, it just, it, it, I heard him say it, and he said it with such a smile on his face. And he talked about, his answer to the Iggy Azalea thing was, man, that shit cost me a lot of money. And it was like, what you mean? Hey, that shit, they they, they got me on child support. And, and here's where I feel like the group of men there didn't surround him with the right, with the right mindset. Because their mindset was, well, see, that's what it cost you. Where I know had we been watching the the I am athlete, I, I would call it the Miami cast, the, the original cast, they would have they would have tried to hit the the mental side of how is it that you feel like that's what cost you after you put her through all of that? You know what I'm saying? Like right. I feel like they would have dug a little deeper. They this group of men was just like, Yeah, man, you know, that's what that's what cost you. You know, um, you know, you you gotta you gotta you know get out of the pocket and and earn it
0: back. Now, see the the OGs, the Miami Cast, those are four brothers that you can tell genuinely love and care about each other. They're not homeboys that share the locker room. These are dudes that actually know and care about one another. LA Cast is probably a cast that's just put together. They cool with each other, so they probably can't have those hard talks like that. You like again. My credit line ain't that strong with you to be checking you on something like that. To say, hey, you need to look in the mirror. Why do you feel this is something that happened to you mm. instead of why was this something you caused? Because now you brought a child in this world and it has to grow up in a situation it didn't ask for. See, and I would, I would, I would, I
1: would say that. But one of the people who was also on the cast is Brandon Jennings. So right, and him and Nick close. So when they was asking Nick about it, they was like, you know. How did you know she was going to come back? Like, did she, like, how you knew she was going to wait around for you? Like, what if she found somebody else? And Nick was like, man, you know, and then Brandon just jumped in and was like, hey, Cali niggas just know. Like, that was his response to that. Like, Cali niggas just know. Like, and everybody laughed. And I ain't going to lie, I chuckled too. I thought it was like, because he did it, you know, with that good Cali swag and it made me laugh, but it was like, yeah, but y'all, like, you, you ain't nobody getting to the root the situation. Now, his wife responded to this and posted some pictures of him. Um, Because everybody, people were talking shit about it on Twitter. Like, he started to trend and shit. And right. people were talking about it in the blogs. And she posted a picture talking about, I, you know, he was just talking. That's, you know, I love him, this, this, and that. And posted like four or five pictures. In the picture she posted... Not one of them pictures, Nick Young is looking at her. Like, she's staring dead in his eyes. He looking off at another bitch. She... <laughs> he kissing her. <laughs> she gonna kiss him. He not even like... Like, I ain't gonna lie to you. If I'm kissing you and your eyes open, I feel like you violating me. Like, close, close your eyes. You st- what you staring off in the distance for? Like, the nigga, he was staring <laughs> off in the distance and shit. Like, it was just... And this
0: it was all the wrong. Breaking. She chose
1: every wrong picture to post. They, like, just post a picture of y'all holding hands. Come on. And the thing about it, she those are probably the pictures she thought were winners. Oh yeah. Yeah, she went through all 100 of them in her phone and was like, "D, you know, these right here, these the ones."
0: Nick broke the number one cardinal rule in relationships. Every every relationship has its ups and downs. Right. Everybody knows this. This is no secret. But rule number 1, in no way you embarrass the person you with. Y'all can beef with each other behind closed doors till the sun come up. But in public, don't nobody need to know anything embarrassing about your spouse. If you did something stupid, if you you don't cheat, you don't do nothing that can get back to the person and have them looking stupid in the public eye. And this dude went on a national stage <laughs> and made his girl look stupid. Like, dog, you don't do that. She don't feel she did. So, I mean... What can you say? Nah, she did. Yes, she do. Because now she had to play clean up. Oh, he loves me. And let me post these pictures that can reinforce these people's ammunition to come at me with dirt. Come on, now. Hey, Hey, you know what that's eventually going to lead to? It's going to lead to some chick who ain't got no business to saying what she going to say. And this chick going to say something like, well, Nick was with me the other day. He ain't mentioned you once. Like, it's inevitable. It always happens. Always man, like, conversations like this,
1: and it's not, this. like I said, this ain't no man bashing ass, ass episode because we talked about, we talked about the ladies who, who do the shit too. But, like, this shit be discouraged. Like, I understand you the married guy, so I always come on here for you to encourage me about about these relationship things that you keep telling me are good and, and a blessing and shit. <laughs> when I said
0: that? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm You're joking, joking like... I'm joking. I'm joking. No, but I'm bullshit. Um... No, man, I mean, honestly, relationship is a blessing. I think, and I honestly, I think social media makes it uh makes it appear more scarier than it is. Cause a lot of times you see social media tends to highlight the worst in things. The best in it
1: It's either super yeah. perfect
0: or shit. Exactly. There's no middle and there's no, there's no buffer to show you how you get to the like I can show you. Pictures of me on an airplane traveling and enjoying myself. But I don't show the nights where I'm up late working or the nights where I'm frustrated. My wife doesn't see me much and we aren't communicating the best because I'm frustrated with work and I don't know how to express why I'm frustrated and how I'm frustrated. So she's frustrated with me for not communicating. I'm frustrated with her for not Mm. understanding things I'm not communicating. Mm. And this all takes place... In moments, working up to points where we're on vacation, happy and smiling. You don't see that part. You just see the happy and smiling part. Social media don't show all that, so people think that oh, it's it's either they're spraying each other and throwing dirt on their name, or they're super happy, spending a lot of money and 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 showing off lavish gifts and shit. And it's like it is it's not a good barometer to go off of if you if you if you're thinking about relationships and shit. But no, I mean, relationship is a beautiful thing, especially when you find somebody that you... And again, the perfect person don't exist, but you, you, you can find someone that you can build with. It's like, I get the type of person you are and you fit with the type of person I am. Neither one of us are where we need to be, but I'm happy working towards something with you. And honestly, that's all you need. You just need somebody where you can feel, hey, I'm comfortable working towards something with you and that sounds simple and for the most part if you don't overthink it it can be and you're going to have you know your ups and downs but trust you're going to have more ups than downs this episode of the samurai professionals podcast is brought to you by our proud sponsor fnd fnd we're more than just clothing we are the culture we are the people we are you Visit us at FND.com. That's E-F-E-N-D-E-E.com. To save 10% on all purchases, use coupon code SAMURAIPRO at checkout.
1: I was listening to another podcast talk about this specific issue, right? And one girl brought up this comment. One girl said this comment, and I want to get your, your take on it. She said, If you're with someone long enough, it's inevitable that they're going to cheat on you.
0: I don't think that's true. I think... I don't think that's true. I mean... It all depends on the person. Um, Okay. Yes, people do cheat, and cheating is more common than I think a lot of us want to realize. But I don't think people are destined to cheat on one another. Um, I think cheating is a product of poor communication. Mm. Um, I think cheating is a product of people being narcissistic and wanting to have their cake and eat it too. I don't think cheating is a product of hey, I've been with you for this amount of time, so I'm just going to go out and do this. Um, You have some people that are perfectly fine in monogamous relationships and are good at staying with their person. And then you have people that may go through some volatile times with their person, and instead of working it out, they may want to see if the grass is greener. It's not necess- And I mean, there's no time frame on when that happens. You have some people that cheat out the gate. You have some people that they done been at it so long, they done worked through enough ups and downs, but they may be tired of it, and they're not having the conversations that need to be had, so they step out. But I don't think, cheating is a product of hey we've been together for and maybe she didn't express her point right
1: no 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 so I I've I've honestly I've, I've had conversations with women like this I've had I've dated um girls like this and I, I don't mean like we were in a serious relationship but we're we going on a couple dates and their perspective was that all men cheat like it's it's an inevitable thing. It's just don't bring it home. Like, that That was their perspective. It's an inevitable thing. Like, y'all together long enough, he gonna do what he gonna do. You gonna do what you gonna do. Y'all just gotta respect it.
0: And honestly, I don't fault them for having that perspective, because...
1: Because I'm sure the statistics back that back a lot of that thought process up, though.
0: Yeah, and I mean, just honestly, just us as guys, we know guys, we've... We, Hell, yeah, we're friends with guys. We have older brothers or older cousins and uncles, and we see... We've seen stuff. We see... How, even on TV, we see how men portrayed it. Like, some of the, the the manliest and most respected men on TV have multiple women. Like, me and my wife are watching the Sopranos series, right? And Tony Soprano is the main character. He's, he's your, quote-unquote, man's man. He takes care of the family. He's the mob boss, blah, blah, blah. And on the show... He cheats on his wife left and right, and his daughter has a boyfriend. He caught the daughter's boyfriend at a strip club and beat the shit out the dude and was like, oh, you're violating my daughter. And it's like,
1: who are you, nigga?
0: (laughs) Right, and it's like, okay, so what message are y'all sending here? Like, It's okay for him to do it, but at the same time, he understands he's doing something shitty, but as the breadwinner, as the man's man that, that he is, he can do it. And everybody in their own head, you are the man's man. You are the Batman or the Superman or whatever in your own world. So you feel,
1: uh-huh. hey,
0: I can go out and do uh-huh. this. Right? Yeah. Not everybody is Randall, and Randall is from the show This Is Us. Not <laughs> okay. everybody sees themselves as Randall, you know, the guy that is normal. He goes through things. He loves his wife, he loves his family. He goes to work, he comes home. And that's it. Nobody sees themselves as that. Everybody sees themselves as the Tony Soprano, or as the ghost, or some other man-be-man who can have any other woman he wants.
1: Right. Okay. Okay. That's. I mean, a lot of us are are, are the main characters of our own story, right? Right. But the, the 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 comment, if you're with someone long enough, it's inevitable that they'll cheat on you. Is that hurt talking? Hurt. Like, I, actual hurt. Like, is that hurt talking- so. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has been through something. Like, when she said it, I was like, damn. Like, she said that with, like, conviction and shit. Like...
0: But then I also think, like, I'm not a therapist or anything. So I could be completely wrong in my assessment of this. But what that tells me is, one, she's been hurt. Either she's... Either experienced it herself or she's witnessed it amongst close friends and family. And also she's probably not the best communicator when it comes to relationship because if that's just your perspective on cheating that hey we've been together long enough cheating is going to happen then that tells me you don't know why the cheating happened you just you're attributing the cheating to a time frame that hey if we do this long enough we're going to cheat instead of hey we've been together for x amount of time and over time the things that we were once doing to keep each other happy and holding each other's attention dwindled. Right. And we ended up cheating. You're not saying that. You're just saying, hey, after this time it happened. Well, during that time, something else must have happened too. And I'm not putting blame on anybody. I'm just saying there could have been moments where a discussion could have been had that didn't, that wasn't had, and it led to people multiple, going astray.
1: Multiple, multiple, moments. Because right. Relationships are team sports. Like, we're in this together. Like, we're not competing against each other. We're in this together. Like we're here to win it together. So, and I and in my head, I'm, I'm I because I'm like you. Like I I believe like you can be in a relationship and cheating not happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. If you're both contributing to the relationship, like we were talking earlier with the with the credit, like building that emotional credit with your partner, pouring into one another, it has to be that way. Like I I should constantly be pouring into pouring love and. And, and and encouragement and light into my wife and she should be doing the same to me and my wife, yeah. my girlfriend whatever your whatever your relationship is that's what you that's what it should be. and I think sometimes we get to a point where relationships no longer serve us and we're just in them right you know what I'm saying because neither we had gotten to a point where like the disconnect had been happening for so long because I I truly believe that the number one issue in all relationships is communication. People Mm -hmm. not communicating because people say money, but I believe it's the communication of money issues. I believe it's the communication in, hey, this, hey, you know, I like this this way. I like this that way. Hey, I didn't like the way you talked to me that day. Because let me tell you, those little things that people say they forgive, and people think when I talk about, well, not when I, but when people talk about forgiveness, that forgiveness means forgiving about the big things. You know what I'm saying? but things accumulate over time like little things that get on your nerves you have to forgive you have to and i'm not just swallowing it i'm not saying swallow it and move on i'm talking actually forgive the act and forgive the person right like man i keep i asked her a dozen times to stop leaving this shit on the counter it's a ring on the on the on the on the on the, on the table now like little shit like that over time like when somebody just doesn't do something like I'm asking. I have a couple pet peeves. I ask you not to do something, and you just constantly do it and do it and do it. It's almost a disregard for what I say and how I feel. So, in right. a like that's how people internalize shit. So over time, that stuff starts to wear on you, and little by little, that that space starts to grow. Like you start to grow apart. Like this is how I look at it. So y'all are together, and we have arguments. You guys slowly. Apart. You don't communicate enough. You're slowly moving apart. But when you really work some shit out, y'all bring it back together. When you don't completely work that shit out, y'all may edge a little bit closer to each other, but y'all never get back together. And I believe that's a major issue in a lot of our relationships. And I say our by our generation, because our generation is trying to do something that the generation before us failed at. Right. Because we're trying to be the examples for ourselves. And each other. Because now, like, you, you have a whole, and I I don't mean to monopolize the time. If you want to interrupt me, interrupt me. But, um. No, you're on the road, man. You have a whole group of, like, friends who are married. And you all are each other's shoulder. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're not going to talk to them about every little thing that goes on in your house. But these are brothers who understand where you are. Understand, especially, like, if they're, they're still in, like, new marriages and, like, they've been in relationships for a couple years. Like, your marriage is fairly new. Yeah, you got two kids, but, I mean, you haven't even known your wife a decade yet. I mean, like, as married, as a married relationship couple. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, y'all lean on each other because we are our own examples. So, there's a no. whole lot of people learning to grow. And I understand, as I say this stuff, it sounds so optimistic. You know what I'm saying? Like... No, it are doesn't. we being Actually, too optimistic?
0: very real. Like you're 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 on it. Like that's why I haven't interrupted you. You're you like I said you're on the road. You're on you're on the money. I don't know how else to say that. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate yeah. you. The only thing I would add to what you're saying um when you make the when you make the uh, analogy of when you're arguing and when you're disagreeing or not communicating you're moving apart. To add to that, from my experience, what I've learned with my wife, a lot of times you, you have to learn to listen to the things your partner isn't telling you. Mm-hmm. So there's times where we've argued and we could start arguing Monday and it's Thursday and you can feel it and you can feel it in the air that things aren't resolved. Although, you know, my wife could have said, You know, she's upset about the dishes or something like that. And then I washed the dishes, but you could still feel the tension. And early in the marriage, when we used to have these arguments, it was so frustrating because it's like, I did what you asked me. Or I believe I accomplished what you were upset at. What you missed was,
1: I had to ask you.
0: Exactly. And it was, again, I had to learn to hear the things she isn't asking. So now when we have disagreements, they don't linger as long. Cause now I learned to kind of slow down. It's like, okay, what's been happening? And sometimes I'm not gonna like, when I'm wrapped up in work, it's harder for me to catch those things cause my mind is preoccupied with other stuff. But once I get once I get things off my plate off and my, and my load is lightened, then I can hear more things. Then I can pay attention to more things. And then I can have a sit down with her and say, okay, look, I've noticed this. I can sense this. And although we've went back and forth on this, Talk to me. What are we really upset about? Like, what are you not telling me? You know? And another thing that I had to learn, is not what you say, it's how you say it. And sometimes mm. I know when I'm frustrated, my tone changes. And sometimes I don't... My physical uh, my physical presence doesn't feel as receptive as it could. So, some, not, so well, I had I'm to not learn... not welcoming. Yeah, I had to learn a posture differently. How to use a different tone of voice to come off as more receptive. Because that, cause one of the advice that helped me a lot in my marriage is that whenever you have an issue, you should never look at it as you versus her. It's mm. you and her versus the issue. Mm. So Say that. I take that into consideration whenever you go against something. It's like, look. And I mean, at times, I tell her, like, look, I miss my wife. I miss laughing with you. I miss sitting on the couch watching TV. I want to get back to that. What do we have to do? What is it that you feel you're missing? What is it that you feel I'm not doing? Or vice versa. And then it takes some pride swallowing, it takes some pushing the ego to the side, but eventually y'all get there and y'all talk and y'all put it all out like, okay, this is what I'm unhappy with, or this is what I'm confused about and I feel that, you know, whatever, whatever. And then y'all can have those talks. And then once those talks happen, Honestly, it, it doesn't even feel like weight is lifted off for of you. It feels like weight is lifted off the entire house because now you can move freely in the house. You don't feel no tension. And those moments happen. But again, like you said, I think communication is the number one. It, no matter how you slice it, everything boils down to communication. And I think, and this is why I say that relationships aren't as scary as social media play, make it out to be. If you can find somebody you can communicate with, I swear, that is like 80% of the battle, right there. Just somebody you're comfortable communicating with. And I think, now that I think about it, if I had to give advice to somebody dating, and where they say, you know, what am I looking for? Should they, be, should they make X amount of dollars? Should they be this type of sexy, or whatever, whatever? None of that. The first thing you look for is something you're comf- someone you're comfortable talking to. Yes. If you can find somebody you're comfortable talking to, the rest will fall into place. Look for that first, and if they, ha- if that person that you're comfortable talking to, if they happen to be sexy and make a lot of money, all those are bonuses. Amen. But if you find somebody that you can look at the f- look in their face and smile, and you're comfortable talking to, dude, that's eighty percent of the battle right there.
1: Hey, hey. I, I mean, I'll take I'll take that good word. I mean, I still, I, I mean. I mean, I still want to, I still want to like look at her and be like, damn, she fine as fuck. Like, damn. Oh, no, I,
0: <laughs> that's why I say like, 80, bro. Like, <laughs> I hear you. I hear
1: you. Like, you know, she, hopefully she could talk. But it's like, I mean, damn. But I mean, <laughs> when she walk across the room, do I be like, hey, bring your ass over here. Like, is that how, like, I still want that feeling.
0: Oh, no, don't get me wrong. I mean, we still all human. That's what okay. I say. But, you know. The 20 is still a strong 20. Amen, amen. Amen. Amen.
1: <laughs> Man, we stayed on that one a little long. We're going to Russian roulette this week. Vi- not Russian roulette. We're going to hit the rest of these topics real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Russian roulette. No, we go- don't
0: play Russian roulette over in these spots.
1: Nah, nah. Frank already Frank already told a nigga to kill himself in the last episode. We really tried know, to stay right?
0: suicide this, this week. Jesus right. Christ.
1: All right, so we're going to hit a, a couple quick hits real quick. Um, or some other topics I thought we was gonna get to, but I don't really care about them that much. But we are gonna hit them real fit, real fast.
0: Yeah, touch on them.
1: So Lil Uzi revealed that when he jumped into the crowd at Rolling Loud, somebody almost ripped the the diamond out of his forehead. He still has that. He stage dived with it in his forehead. Oh my god! You know what my response to that was? Duh. <laughs> Duh. We all told Uzi Vision what would happen if you put that infinity stone in the middle of his fucking forehead.
0: That nigga almost got Thanos.
1: And yes, I said in his forehead, not on. Cause when you wear something, we got something on, you wearing it. Now he got that bitch installed.
0: And, and what was it reported? That diamond is worth about 15 million? It was 24 million. 24 million, I'm sorry. Dude, think about that. If you ripped off that diamond. Even if you sold it under the table, at the cheapest, you can walk away at like $5 million. At
1: the cheapest, okay? He literally literally had a life-changing amount of money betwixt his eyebrow. So he literally, imagine you sitting there, Thanos, in the middle of the crowd, having a good time and rolling loud. Hey, Thanos, I just killed my daughter, da-da-da-da-da. And opportunity jumps in your lap.
0: That's exactly what he is. I'm glad you used that <laughs> word. He is an opportunity. Cause that's exactly how everybody viewed him. And guess
1: what? And
0: when opportunity comes and knocking,
1: you open that goddamn door. Okay? You 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 asked for that. I'ma just <laughs> you ask for that.
0: You rip that door open. And that's exactly what they was to do. Rip his fucking head open. Cause bruh. I would have thought about it. I would have did. I would have. I would extended a hand.
1: I mean, I would have like, just seen if I could have got it on first tug. I wouldn't have done I too much,
0: a, <laughs> nigga. If I would have got an index and thumb on that shit,
1: I would have gave it one gig yank. If I had to, like, if I felt like I was gonna have to do too much, I'd. have, Hey, you know what? This ain't for me. I'm not that type of nigga.
0: But I would have <laughs> said this is the Lord giving me a sign because the Lord wouldn't put him in arm's reach if he didn't want me. To extend my hand,
1: and 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 who am I but to give a helping hand? God, you know, Man. let me receive this blessing.
0: The collection plate that Sunday would have had a little extra something in it.
1: I mean, I would have gave God his. He deserved yeah. his ten percent. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know I gotta saying? give him his. He get his two point
0: four million. I give him his. Right. <laughs> that is so stupid. So stupid for Uzi. Let's put a new roof on the church or something.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got y'all. <laughs> I got y'all. Just name the Just name the. Uh, just name the little fellowship hall
0: after me. We don't need much, right? The little chapel. Dog, his security must have been going through it. Like, dog, you can't be doing stuff like that. Hey, I could just imagine
1: the security watch, like standing on stage and the nigga diving diving to the uh, to the crowd. I could see the nigga the security like this nigga here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> At that, point, that's all you can do. And then dive right after him. <laughs> um and it's so the covid jumping nigga, into these people.
1: Nigga. But Diddy was spotted out kissing Joy Joy Chavez out on his yacht this week. Kissing who? Joy. Which Joy? Joy, Bow Wow's baby mother, Future's baby mother. Joy. <laughs> but wasn't he with um well, Diddy was just recently connected to Young Miami. They was holding young hands. Young Miami. She was, she was giving him a lap dance in the in the clubs down here in Miami. She put a prayer
0: up on her IG on her Instagram story saying that he's the exactly she, that he's the exact type of nigga she wants. That she's happy with him. She don't want no more. That's it.
1: Well. Diddy was like, fuck that. And he took Joy out on his yacht. (laughs) And first of all, Diddy's yacht? Fucking ridiculous. It's a whole city on the water. Nigga. Helipad. Pool. Jacuzzi.
0: There's some people in this world, man. The way they live their life is just... it's, It's hard to comprehend. Like, you have access to this type of stuff? Like, uh, when COVID first hit and they was telling everybody to quarantine and stay indoors, the nigga Jerry Jones got on his boat and sailed from Dallas to Miami. He was just out on the water. Y'all motherfuckers stay indoors and quarantine. This nigga is in the Mex... What is it called? The Gulf of Mexico.
1: Yeah, because guess what? Everybody on here was COVID tested. COVID can't circulate out here on this water. We good. But... We all know Future hates seeing his baby mama's happy though. Like we, all... <laughs> like let's let's be real. We all know Future hates seeing his baby mother's happy. You know he Sierra be y'all realize y'all be over there mad at Russell Wilson for being good to his wife. Like y'all really call that nigga corny for being good to his wife because she once dated old toxic ass nigga. <laughs> now in y'all mind, she thinks she better than him. Like that's how y'all feel. I don't get that logic
0: Because they don't say Nothing about him
1: Nine baby Nine ten I, I lost count But you know He hates seeing them happy So this Now she with Diddy Diddy I'm Sean Puffy Combs what
0: Young Miami has to say She don't like that <laughs> 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 uh...
1: <laughs> She'll be alright Left her for dead, <laughs> but hey, you know I know a lot of y'all niggas can't wait for Future to to drop some toxic lyrics so y'all can shoot them shoot them texts at your baby mamas and shit. But I I just know new shit coming. Especially come on, you know he gonna have some words for Diddy. He gonna have something to rhyme with it. I'm looking forward to it. I, respect respect the Diddy though, cause Joy's a girlfriend in my head. So like,
0: uh, it's
1: been a rough week for me. It's been a rough week for me.
0: Especially seeing that long, I guess was he faithful to Cassie? Nah, he just strung her long forever, right?
1: No, he had babies in between. Like his twin girls. He been he was with Cassie for like almost 15 years. Them girls, them girls is 12, (laughs) Nick.
0: Okay. So I guess at this point, Diddy track record should precede him. People should understand that, okay. Diddy is a for the moment type of guy. I shouldn't take nothing serious that we do.
1: And you know what? I think at this point, that's what Joy at with it. I'm just that's what I'm that's what I'm assuming. Like she's just like, man, y'all the ones mad because <laughs> she literally posted ten minutes after the the like I think an hour or so after the news was breaking. It was all over the blogs and shit. She posted a whole video twerking in his pool, dancing on his yacht. So she living life. They out there yeah, in the let, south of France somewhere, living life.
0: Yeah, let her enjoy herself. She'll be all right.
1: She'll be all right. All right, we're gonna hit this one real quick. Verses coming up. Fat Joe, Ja Rule. Who you got? Fat Joe. Fat Joe.
0: Fat Joe. Yes.
1: Whoa! I was not expecting that. So you got you got Joe. Talk to me.
0: Dog. The- I mean, honestly, think about it. Fat Joe has been in music. And when I say in music, I mean national. Like, people on both coasts hearing him. So he's been making music that have been nationally recognized since about 92, 94? 92,
1: 93? Yeah.
0: This man has songs with Fat Joe. He has songs with He Noriega. is Fat
1: Joe. He, has, he is Fat Joe, so I he mean, can't I'm have sorry, songs with Fat he Joe. He has songs
0: with Big Pun. I apologize. He has songs with Big Pun. He has songs with Noriega. One of Ja Rule's biggest hits, Fat Joe was on it, New York. So I don't I'm sure they're going to
1: perform that last. I'm sure they got to perform that together.
0: It's they, in New York. Okay, it's in Madison to, Square.
1: Right? It's in Madison Square. They got to perform New York at the very last one.
0: Right. You know what I'm saying? Fat Joe, has he has hits with a lot of different people. And more importantly... What I feel gives him the edge, dude. Since ninety four, he I want to say he managed to put out a hit song every year since then. Even this year alone, he had the song with Rihanna that we both was like, "Yo, this song is fire."
1: It was a vibe. It was a, it was one of my it was one of my vibes of the week. I, I, I mean, agree. I agree. He stayed. He's been in the game a little long. He's more like a. He's more like a ludicrous, like ludicrous to Nelly was. Cause like yeah. Nelly, I would put in this, I would put Ja Rule in the same boat as Nelly when Ja Rule, yeah, exactly. when ja Rule was hot, he was fucking hot.
0: Like No, his peak was, I mean, dude, he his peak was fire. Um and I and it's unfortunate that things played out the way it did because his label was going through some stuff. And uh, money that could have went to nigga. Ja Rule had to be diverted to other things. So niggas and, didn't you know, go to his jail? His career did what it did, <laughs> but... I mean, and then there was this guy named 50 Cent who kind of poured gasoline on that fire, kind of burnt his career out a little quicker than it could have been. But, uh, dude, I don't think his the hits that he put out in that peak can compete with the hits Fat Joe put out throughout his long journey. I'm going
1: to disagree with you 100%. I think Ja... Now, I think it's going to be a lot closer to people giving credit, because I think a lot of people are just picking Ja Rule off, off rip, right? Right. I think people I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are giving Fat Joe credit cuz I think Fat Joe got hits. One of my first CDs was a Fat Joe CD. It was the one that had Ashanti on. I remember that I remember that was I mean my, my mom only bought me two CDs that year. So <laughs> nigga had the blueprint two nigga had the blueprint two and I had that Fat Joe c- CD. And she bought what me. that's what she find Jose
0: jealous one still envy.
1: What you hey hey okay I'll just okay that's the one. <laughs> Hey, you fucked me up. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked me up. Because I was about to hit you with The, the, the fact I even remembered the name. But I mean nah, still it was cool. That.
0: But um Jose Jealous One Still Envy. Now nah, I remember that acronym. I remember that. But
1: um I just I think I think at, at a certain point, Ja Rule's hits are gonna just resonate a little more. Cause don't don't let's not sleep. Even in his him, music aged well, his songs even are in still him, hits. Yeah, even in them five years that I think Ja was like at his peak and he was churning out album after album, I think he got enough to put 20 together though. He does. Now Fat Joe got it. Fat Joe got hella features. I mean, like Fat Joe, he can pull out a lot of shit. And he's all the way up still out there. Lean back is still a huge, like he got a whole nose. Like I think those are those are some of the hit no hitter quitters.
0: But that was a good song. That's probably one of my favorite songs that All the Way Up. But okay. All right. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see Tuesday.
1: I'm, I'm definitely gonna be tuning there. It's a, it's gonna be a fun one for me. I'm gonna definitely enjoy I think,
0: this. No, all in all, I think. I wouldn't that's have put these be... two
1: together. I wouldn't have put these two together. This is not the verses I would have wanted to see. I mean, we all know the verses we would have wanted to see would have been job rule 50 cent. But that's never right. gonna happen. Never. <laughs> so but I, I I think I can enjoy, I think just to enjoy music. And because they both have so many hits with Ashanti, I know Ashanti gonna get a couple, gonna be out there a couple times, and that's what I'm there for, okay? That's why I'm there, okay? Because I want to see Ashanti. Have you, bruh, I don't know, since the last time we talked about Ashanti, but she seemed to have gotten finer since the her and Nikesha Cole versus.
0: It don't make no sense. It's, it's she's, she's probably really happy in life. That's probably what it is. She is just good just happy. That's the only thing I can attribute it to. Because she got some good, healthy weight on her. She be smiling and glowing in these pics. She's probably just happy as shit right now. She's in a great place. That's that's the only thing I can attribute it to.
1: Okay. Off that, man. Give me your old school vibe of the week.
0: Can I pick All the Way Up by Fat Joe? Did I come out long that enough? That is so not old to...
1: enough, sir. Come it's on now. Try again. You stay trying to, trying to pick something that we just talked about. Right is that cheating you do this all the time I feel like you don't you do never be extra creative you just go with what Marvin said <laughs> something so I'm gonna think of I'm gonna think of what Marvin said because I didn't think of an old school vibe of the week until he mentioned old school vibe of the week so I'm just gonna lean back on what Marvin said <laughs> uh, see what okay. I did there bum um yeah.
0: black moon stay real you know the beat you probably don't know the song Give me the beat. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know the mm, beat. Mm, mm. Jay-Z had. Hello it on the Americans. Back album. Allow me to reintroduce <laughs> myself. My, My name, name is Hov.
1: H to the O V. I used to move snowflakes by the O-Z. I I guess even back then, you could call me CEO, CEO of the, the R O C Hove. Fresh out the frying pan into the fire, I be the <laughs> music biz number one supplier. Flyer than a piece of paper bearing my name. I got the hottest chick in the game wearing my chain. That's right, hope Not DOC, but similar to them letters. No one could do it better.
0: I check cheddar like, like a, a food, food inspector.
1: <laughs> Go ahead. That's your favorite line coming up next. Go ahead and finish
0: it off. My homie Rick told me,
1: "Dude, uh, finish
0: your breakfast." Breakfast. <laughs> no nah, man. I- I could have went with that song, but we're gonna go to where I first heard the beat, which is Black Moon Stay Real. It don't resonate like Hove did it, but it's still a good song.
1: Well, I'ma just make I had a different, I had a different one, but I'm gonna go and, and make that my 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 old school vibe of the week. Jay? I already rapped the whole goddamn song, so I it's gotta be my old school <laughs> vibe of the week. It That's just is song. what it is.
0: I ain't hating on that. Not hating. Not hating at all. All right, give me a new school. I got one. Um, are you familiar with the rapper Maxo cream? Not at all. So the song that I'm gonna tell you is not my new vibe, but I'm gonna bring it up because Maxo Cream is an artist I found out about. I would say fairly recently. I would say within the past three years. And you know, when you discover an artist, you can always remember that one song that. That put you onto them was like, yo, this was the song that did it for me. Mm, yeah. In the meantime, look up a song called Roaches by Maxo Cream. That was the song that put me onto him. That song made me go look for more of his music. So, my new joint is Maxo Cream featuring Tyler, the creator, called Big Persona. I know you don't really fuck with Tyler, the creator, like that, but I think you would fuck with this song. This song is hard. Hmm.
1: Okay, no, I, 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 I might fuck with it. So my, my new, my new vibe of the week is by Victoria Monet. Okay. Um, it's that sample from that uh, Ashanti and Ja Rule song where they were like fake um, like they were replaying Greece. Ah, oh, damn! I really want to play that sample for you.
0: Happy. Oh,
1: so it has the the happy sample, but it's a song by Victoria Monet called Coasting. Now this mm. is kind of like your vibe, but I you know I love a good sexy song. I ain't gonna lie, I like she what she's talking about is the way she want to give she the way she want to give you this ass, like that's that's what she's talking about, <laughs> and she's talking about how. How, you know, she want to bring it. It's called coasting. She wanted to go north, south, east, west coast.
0: Oh, got you.
1: It's, it's a fucking vibe. I mean, when y'all get the kids to sleep, go ahead, put this on. Hit your infinity button, as you call it, and get you a get <laughs> you a nice little vibe. I'm telling you. Get them kids to bed, man. Put a little night NyQuil in that shit, man. Let them kids rest. And y'all just do what y'all need to do, man.
0: Hey, bruh. I'm looking at these Fat Joe songs. But ja Rule going to have a long night, bruh.
1: Ja got songs,
0: man. Don't do that, He dog. does. He does. But bruh, the song What's Love, ain't ja Rule on that? So he can't even play that shit. No, they both, that'll be the two songs they play at the end. They
1: both going, they both definitely going to do those two songs at the end. Those are big songs for both
0: of them. This is going to be a good one. Hopefully they put I, both of them in the same room.
1: No, they're going yep. to. They they already yeah. they already said it's going to be at Madison Square Garden. It's in the the Hulu oh, Theater.
0: Big stage, nice. I love it. No, but I'm gonna definitely looking look for that one.
1: Victoria Monet, coasting. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Get no, how you a good I'm time? How you a good time? But on that note, anything else you want to bring to the table? Absolutely not. So, ladies and gentlemen and all those in-between and outside of those constructs, this has been another episode of the Samurai Professionals Podcast, the podcast where two young professionals bring issues to the table, and we chop it up. I'm your co-host Marvin, a.k.a. Young Saint, a.k.a. Mr. Flexo and Alexo, about to make your best hoe my nexo. Ho. The type of nigga you thought you could step over, your girl tastes better in the morning like a slice of pizza, my nigga. I ain't never had a problem with leftovers. Told your girl to take off that dress. She looked back and said, boy, you a mess. Might just send her flight. Bro, I might just send it tonight. Out here trying to be somebody's son to somebody's daughter. Mr. Unproblematic, but I'm still a problem. Ready to turn sundress season into undress season. Because here in Miami, we got a couple more weeks because of the way our weather is. And if the storms could stop. And if the Delta and the Mu and all the Thetas and all of the sororities and fraternities that are becoming fucking coronaviruses could go the fuck away. I could see at least a couple more weeks. <laughs> Of sundress season, but that's all right, cause tomorrow, as we record, I am definitely gonna go to Target sometime midday, and I'm just gonna walk around the aisles and catch a couple sundress. That sounds creepy as shit. Moving on, um, that <laughs> man beyond Charles Flex Xavier, Captain African America. We don't aim to please, we aim for the head.
0: Go to Publix Dr- too. They be at Publix.
1: Oh, oh, this Publix right up here. This Publix right up here off off um the new the new Publix. Boy, ain't cutting it. Draft day coming. (laughs) Young Kobe in his prime. I'd rather you waste my money than to ever waste my time. Remember, it costs zero dollars to cut you off, and I love me some free shit. The latest CDC recommendation is a dose of me, because baby, we've been inside for far too long for me to be outside of you. And the man to the right of me can only be
0: a known traveler, pre-check and passport on deck, his wheels up in 48 and touchdown in 51. I take off with my amigos, but I'm flying solo on this one. That's the one way on the runway. Captain 30,000, I'm getting these sky miles in. I touch both coasts from South Beach to Venice. At cruising altitude, I'm miles above you. But let me stop playing. It's time to check in. Check my ID. I be who I say I be. Who else but me? It's the F and F and D. It's Frank.
1: The, the Captain 30,000, I get my sky miles in. That's a Jay-Z version. That's a Jay-Z line, ain't it? It might be. Go ahead, continue. I probably heard that from somewhere. If it's no, not, it hit it, it hit it hit me a certain way.
0: But go ahead, continue. Now, if Jay-Z didn't say that and you thought that was a Jay-Z line, I'm putting a star on my hat for that. Well, I
1: just rap Jay-Z, so I just may be that maybe where my brain is at the moment. Don't give yourself too much. Go ahead, read the, no, read no, the script. No, 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 I'm getting
0: myself all the credit. All the credit. You you do what you need to do. Read the script, bro. <laughs> You can email us at the samurai professionals podcast at gmail.com, or you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter at the Samurai Pros. Hit us up with any comments, questions, and even topic suggestions. You can email, you can reach me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at I Can Only Be Frank, and where can they find you, Marvin?
1: Y'all can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Marvin X Adams.
0: This has been another episode of the Samurai's Professionals Podcast. Peace.
1: Samurai's with the S. Samurai's
0: Podcast. Peace.